episode of cafeteria talk the podcast we talk about any and everything just like the days at the table with your boys your girls just chilling it's your boy quattro what's good everybody this is newa dj newa what's up y'all it's your boy slick rob no introduction needed let's get it y'all know what it is man we're back man how y'all doing man how y'all been you're doing good, man. Doing good. I just burnt the mess out of my hands, but I'll be fine. Yeah, this was a long day of shooting, but got through it. I feel good. Got my first ticket today. Yay! Hey, Welcome to adulthood. Three hundred dollar ticket. Props, man. It took you that long to get your first ticket? I don't want to. I don't want to say how long it took me to get mine after I got my license. Um, I think it took me. <sighs> probably a month and a half. <laughs> Jeez, come on, bro. A month. How long was it? I think it. I think it was maybe. I think I had a week to go before it was a month. Oh my god, bro! It. I well, I, I think I've been driving. There was a week before. Or two years after? now. I'm on my second. Well, car. it took three weeks after I got my car. Let's just say that. Jeez. Well, that's, yeah, that's the thing. Like. So that just means you know I'll be straight. You know you know just hey kids don't speed. I was doing a 95 and a 70. It is what it is. It is what it is. But Drive man, uh, y'all as y'all can hear, our boy Kevin is not here today. The man has needed some sleep, so he's at home resting. Yeah, he, he's been here since early a.m. Yeah, yeah. Man, I had him filming like crazy today, so yeah, he's tired. Facts, facts. But y'all know how we start every episode. You know what we do? Quick little put on, and Rob, man, go ahead and usher us into what we should be watching, least listening to, learning, or eating, or eating in Will's case. In Will's case. In Will's case. Yes, sir. It took me a minute, but I'm gonna put y'all on my man Lecrae. He's got an album coming out, um, Restoration. Restoration. And you know, well, cause my favorite song so far that I've heard, cause he's been dropping the songs, is obviously his um his song Deep End, and then this song with John Legend. But I've been blasting Deep End like crazy. But I'm a I'm probably gonna put y'all on Deep End instead of Restoration, cause it hasn't dropped yet. But go check out Lecrae's Deep End on. Have you listened to music except SoundCloud? I, I doubt it's on SoundCloud, but it is. It is. Oh, yeah. SoundCloud is trying to do like a premium. Uh, oh, also it is on SoundCloud. Yeah, the premium. So yeah, you can check it on SoundCloud, Apple Music, Spotify. Um, can you check it on iHeartRadio uh, or no? I don't know. I think, I'm pretty sure this is a pretty radio is gonna pop up. Yeah, you can check it on there. Any place we listen to music, even YouTube, he even has a video for it. Very good. He's like Noah said in our top. 10 music artists or something mm-hmm. he's grown he keeps growing and growing even gets better and he the well, features he has on this album speaking of growth I don't know if have you heard his uh, latest uh, single Zombie yes I have heard I have Zombie yet. yo it, it's literally just about his growth it's like I talked about his growth in the last episode it's literally just about his growth and I like the little um, like little um, what is it the little video he did yeah, the little cartoon video, video. Dope, like, it was a crazy that look was crazy Yes. Yes. See, y'all put me on. Now I'm going to go look at the Lecrae song. See, that's how the put-on works, people. We tell you something. Go check it out. DJ Noah, man. Put us on. Okay, well, you know what? I'm going to put y'all on something I haven't seen in a while. 
But I recently rewatched it and it's gas. Wally. Yes, Wally. You know, same. My brother had it on when I was uh, laid up in the bed with the COVID 19. And you're right. Well, it's you not bad. That you had it. Wow. I mean, I ain't, ain't no shame in my game. I, I thought you. I thought you actually did that. I thought you just had something else, but maybe you did. I, mean, have. I, I had it too. I'm not gonna lie. So I tested honest, positive honest for the COVID nineteen. We, uh, we made history. Yeah, separate. Yeah, we survived. In fact, both of us. What we should do, like sometime this week, both of us need to go somewhere and donate our plasma, because they want plasma of people who have tested positive and are now negative for it. My plasma, bro. Do you know how much money they'll pay for it? They'll pay you. How much they pay? I don't know. But All I, mean, I see that's taking black people bro, DNA, so paying, I ain't winning. I know they're paying more for COVID nineteen plasma because it's got antibodies. Ooh, it can help save other people's lives. That's I ain't great. gonna lie, man, but I feel like they still taking black people DNA, man. I don't know, but yeah, Henrietta Lacks. I don't, yeah, I'm a little, uh, but like it sounds interesting. If well, I mean, they, they've already if you've done a, a ancestry DNA test, they already got your DNA. So and they've been, I haven't. They ain't getting my stuff. I've not done ancestry yet. Has full rights. 23 and me, all that, they got full rights to you. I have not done that yet. But I have not even... If I start having symptoms, I will go get tested. But I've been very... From feeling being black in America, I've been very, like... As a director, you don't want to get sick at all. So I've been very precautious at work. Here, I mainly stay in my room. I clean this bit now. Y'all see, it's kind of... It's... Yeah. Also, uh, on some sets, like... I I just got got an email uh, yesterday... I have to get tested every 10 days if I want to keep on um, doing these shoots in Atlanta. Yeah. Because you ha- you're like, they don't want your test days to be longer than two weeks old, your test results. I almost didn't get let on to the last set, but I told them, yo, I drove from Jacksonville. You letting me on this set. Oh, yeah. So I, our boy DJ Newell doing this tough time. He's been building up his... um. Um, not portfolio. I would say portfolio for his portfolio for his um, you know, his acting career, and you and, know, you know, a few projects I'll get an IMDb credit, some I won't. Yeah, I'll get a bag. So. He's getting, he's getting his name out there, and that's good. And that's what all I'm gonna say is that's what we shall be doing. Taking this time to either better ourselves, learn a new craft, do something. Don't just be sitting there on your, you know what. Okay, then back to put on Wally. I mean, like that's such a. Such a good film for a film with like minimal dialogue. They, I love they really managed to like emote the heck out of Wally without him really having to speak or anything like that. It just shows how far animation has come from the Jurassic Park days. Was it Wally back in like before two thousand ten? I think it it was. It was like uh let me see. Two thousand eight. It was two thousand eight. Well, that's like around the around, around the time of cars and stuff, right? Yep, that, that's that's when Pixar was like I don't think it was in its prime, but that's when Pixar like really started coming up. Yeah, because Cars is one of my favorite. Cars, that's when Cars came out. Was Pixar movies. Cars was what two thousand six. Yeah. Uh, no, no, Incredibles 2006. 2006. No, no, I think Cars is two thousand seven. Two thousand six or two thousand seven? Because I, I was in second grade. I was in second grade. That's two thousand seven. Two thousand six. Two thousand seven. I remember I got so upset that I couldn't see the theaters. I actually saw it. Okay. Oh, I actually saw Wait, no, it was Cars 2 I saw in theaters. 2 was 2011. Yeah, I saw, that was, no, 2 was 2014. 11. Or 20, 2011. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then 3 was 17. Okay. 3 was really good. I actually really liked Cars 3. 3 was very good. Three I love, like, I love I Cars 3. I think 3 is the perfect um, way to, like, have a new cast pass on the torch. Bro, if the sequels were, like, Cars 3, they would have been gas. If the Star Wars sequels were like Cars 3. Yeah. 
And honestly, uh, another uh, trilogy that ended perfectly for Pixar was Toy Story. Then they had that fourth movie for no reason. Like, yeah. yeah. That fourth movie was an emotional cash grab that was only there to take your money and make you cry. Literally. I'm not saying it was bad. It was not as good as three. Like the, the real yeah. ending for me is three. Yeah, the real ending is three. But we look at it. Our childhood basically ended in 2019. Think yeah. about it. Like Pretty we had, much. we had, we had um, Toy Story. We had Endgame. We had uh, another movie, or is that it? That was Rise of that, Skywalker. There was some other, yeah, Rise of Skywalker. Skywalker. There was well, some other shows that ended. But then again, Rise of Skywalker disappointed us. So you know. Yeah, I mean, uh, plus it's Star Wars. Four was like the the Ray Skywalker of Toy Story to me. Like it was, it, it wasn't. I, I it, liked it, but it was unnecessary. It was very mm-hmm. unnecessary. On, on to my put on, I'm going to put y'all on a director that I've really been following uh, lately. Uh, Greta Gerwig, the director of Little Women and 20th Century Women. She she has a way of, um, we've used this term before on Cafeteria Talk, woke-tard, um, where, you know, they kind of pander with the whole, you know, different movements, pandering with, um, you know, women's rights or pandering with gay rights or pandering with the Black Lives Matter movement. She writes in a way where it's not pandering, where I don't feel like, oh my God, she's preaching to me. Like, she preaches in a way that actually teaches you something and even can help change your mind on some things. Her, her movie, 20th Century Woman, was really, like, progressive and, like, really opened my eyes to, like, what women kind of were going through during that time. And it was just really, really interesting to watch. And she also did the film Little Women, and those women were set during around the... Uh, the Civil War, yeah, and it was very interesting. I thought uh, Saoirse Ronan was in it; she was really good. Uh, Florence Pugh, Emma Stone, Emmy Watson, um, Timothee Chalamet. Who this is the first movie I watched with Timothee that I actually liked because I hated him in Lady Bird, which he, which Greta Gerwig also directed. Just check out. Um, actually, so to be clear, Greta Gerwig directed Little Women, and she also directed and wrote Lady Bird. Um, she did not direct 20th Century Women. She acted in that, but she was really good in it. Okay. Um, so definitely, they're all. Try to look at that. Lady Bird, 21st Century, Lady Bird, and um, 20th Century Women are A24 films, which y'all already know. Echelon, great films. Um, the 20 Little Women is, I think, Sony, if I'm not mis- mistaken. Um, you can check 20th Century Women's on on Netflix. 20th Century is on Netflix. Um and Little Women, I think it's VOD. It's relatively new, like twenty nineteen, so it's new. And then uh, Lady Bird, I believe it's on Netflix too. Lady Bird's on Netflix, so feel free to check those out. And also, real quick, uh, another another quick little put on. Avatar fans, I have an issue because you cannot call yourself an Avatar: The Last Airbender fan if you cannot if you do not call your if you do not watch the Legend of Korra. To even give the show the chance, give the show the chance, because honestly, you're sitting in the in the presence of someone who believes that Korra is better than better than the the Avatar: The Last Airbender. I think it's better. You think I, I well, mean, the show or I think the show Korra is better than Last Airbender. Well, see, like I see, like me, like I never, like I can't say I hate Korra, what, because I never really watched it. I have to actually mm-hmm. sit back and watch it now. Will, on the other hand, I think he's watched this show and he probably still prefers Avatar. But that could be... And, no, and I respect it. Like, I wouldn't sit here and be like, oh, like, you're completely wrong. But, like, if if somebody came to me and, was, and made the argument, hey, I think Korra's better, I could have a valid conversation with them. Because so I'm like, you're right, in a sense. I mean, I think the characters are... I think character, in terms of Avatar, is a little bit stronger. But story, look, all of that... I I'm think pretty sure look is better for Well, Korra. of course, look, yeah. Because, you know, the times or whatever. But... It just and the mu I, it, I just think there's a lot of better things about Core than there is about the Last Airbender, 
But we're not here to talk about that. True. We're not here to talk about that. We're here we to talk can get about... an episode about that, though. That's on the list. We're here for, with another Disney episode, man. We The last Disney episode we did, we talked about... What did we talk about, y'all? I, why am I blinking right Something now? Disney-related. Oh, it was a Disney fan love. Right. And we did a Disney Channel fan love. We talked about all the, all the shows we loved and the characters that have been in our childhood since day one. But today, the day of days... We're going to be talking about our top five Disney Channel original movies. Disney Channel original movies were those Friday night, hour and a half films that would come on. Sometimes based on a show you may have been watching or sometimes just kind of just a concept they came up with. And they were always really good. You would go back and watch them. And they just... It just left an impression on you that just, you just like you want to go back to something. When Disney Plus came back, some of the first things I watched was Disney Channel original movies. Because they weren't they weren't oh, perfect yeah. they weren't perfect films. No, they're not. No. They're 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 right. kind of cringe, especially now today watching them back. You're like, how in the world did this get made? Or, or even when you watch some of the newer ones, what's yeah ones yeah. You now you're like, really? Yo, there's no way. Like, come on. Like you think there's no way this is the same quality of what they have when we were kids? Then you watch the same stuff you watch when we were kids, and we're like, why do we like this? Right, but like you still have. The but it's those moments that you that you catch during that you like. This exactly. is why I like this. It's always right. those particular moments that we saw. Yeah, exactly. But before we get into the list, let me just do this quick little business I forgot to do at the top. If you uh, follow us on Instagram, you can catch us at Cafeteria Talk Official. If you catch us on Twitter at Cafeteria Talk, feel free to leave us five star ratings and reviews. We love to see those. Read what you guys think and what you guys want to see. So. Without further ado. Thank you. Yeah, see, I got it right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Without further ado, Slick Rob. Hit us with, hit us with your number five. Over Adu, the Adu, though. Edu. That, that second time you did. Adu, Adu. But anyway, my number five is going to be a movie that's very. That's, it's actually very old now. We were not in diapers, but we were almost. But like, it's with our boy Jason Dolly, you know, from Good Luck Charlie, from everything, Corey in the Hatching House. Hatching Pete. Hatching Pete. Which is an honorable mention for me, but Minute Men. Oh my God! Like, yeah, okay. essentially okay. one of my first time travel movies. Facts. So yeah. you know, like, first, yeah, you know, and it really popped the like when I first watched it. That's when I first really heard about time traveling, and I thought that was just gas and all. So like, you know, seeing that movie, you know, was very fun. It had its comedic, it had its little corny moments. It was very fun, honestly, and like you know. It kind of tailed on friendship and like high school stereotype because you had one of the dudes that was like um I can't remember his name um the kind of the dude with like the emo type hair or something the little jock oh Z Z yeah you know everybody was different like these three group of boys came together and they were all in different ranks in high school you had the nerd you had the outcast and then you had basically essentially the jock but they all was able to come together and work together and help save through time travel and I thought that was gas yeah. When I be watched that movie, it, it was really interesting because it, it reminded me of, of other time travel films and how they're kinda cringe and like, oh, we can't change the past. They didn't have those they didn't have those rules. Kind, yeah. kind of like in a, in a sense. They didn't really explain how like, oh, if we go in the past it could affect this, this, that, and that. And I just felt like it was a very loose time travel film, which is what I really liked about it. Yeah. And Kara Kane, who played Jeanette. Oh yeah. A baddie. A, a baddie. baddie. Of I, course. A, a, a hidden baddie. I was like, what? It I was what? watching, I was like, what? And I'm like, what is what's his name not seeing in her? Like, bro, that was pissing me off the entire movie, bro. I was like, bro, how are you curving her? What are you doing? And with he's the, the nerd out of all people curving the back. Bro, 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 hold on. I don't know if you guys have watched this movie, but you'll feel the same way about Eponine when you watch Les Miserables. 
Oh, really? Like, really? Bro, I just don't fun, understand. I, I forget the actress's name. But she is very fine. And, like, this whole time, he's asking this, this hot brunette to help him simp for this this blonde chick. And you're like... And also, the, the, the brunette at Eponine is totally into this dude. You're like... Got it. I'm, I'm, I'm upset. Come on! I'm upset. Like, I... No, like, when, watch it. Let me some extra foot on. That's just like, hey, Kevin, that's just like when Hamilton chose Eliza instead of Angelica in Hamilton. Well, okay. Historically, Angelica was, was already married. married yeah, she was already married. But in the play, it was easy. It was an easy... It was an e- yeah, Actually, was. the easy choice was Peggy. Peggy. But we're not even going to get yeah, it. That's a different yeah, conversation that's a different, for a different day. At the time, Peggy was uh, a whole case. Oh. And also, she died. So. Oh. Oh, yeah. Well, that's why she just kind of... And Peggy... Because that... Notice in Act 2 is just Angelica, yeah. Eliza, and then there's no one and else. And Peggy's dead. Because Peggy is dead at the time. Well, Which is kind of a retraction from what you said when you thought that that was Peggy that, you, that he slept with. No, I never you thought did. that. No, what the heck? Sister. You said that. Oh, no, I did it. You're lying. There's no way. Listen to the episode again. I'm listening to the episode again. Cause there's no way. Because like said, the, I, I knew that was Mariah Reynolds. Yeah, but you said, oh, and with her, with her sister, too. I'm like... I'm not even gonna bring I was up. talking about the dynamic between uh, Angelica and Eliza because I don't understand why Angelica, well, in the play, mm-hmm. seemed like she was. She seemed like she was trying to get on this man, get on this man, with her sister with him. Like that's just cap, bro. I didn't like that. Angelica should not be a hoe. But then again, men were hoes back in those days. Oh, they really were. Hamilton was. You know, Hamilton had a relationship with John Lawrence historically. Next motion. Next motion. Wait, you mean like... Oh, Lord. John Lawrence, yes. They had a homosexual relationship. There were letters to prove it. Wow. I was finna say the Lawrence pamphlet. Oh, it was! The Lawrence pamphlet. Have you read this? Bruh, never actually, gonna be president now. Yeah, never, never gonna, gonna be, be president, president now. Especially back then? Yeah, I mean, it wasn't uncommon. Bruh, they knew back then... Never gonna be treasury now. Never gonna, gonna be treasury, treasury now. Like, you see? What would have been nothing. Like, America would have been farmland and slaves to this day. DJ Nui, you're number five. My number five. All right. I'm gonna take you guys back. Take you guys back to to a movie that made Jump Rope and cool. <gasps> Jump in. Like, that is a movie that just went, like, it just took the most, I don't know, I think back then, like, if you were due to your Jump Rope, you just, they just thought you were gay. But that movie just took it and went, pushed it. Push it to, to the, the limit, limit, because we in, in it to win it. We're in it to win it. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Like, Gotta catch my grind. Let me get Hold on. Let's stop, man. Cafeteria Talk has been disabled due to copyright infringement. Oh, Lord. Okay. But, uh, bruh, jump in. Like, that was, I think that, that movie was so good to me because I don't think I saw it until years later, but I loved the heck out oh, of it. Oh, I saw it I when it first came out. Right, because oh, I didn't have cable same. at the time. So I, every time I would go to Rob's house, I'd be like, yo, is Jumpin' coming on tonight? No, it's not. I don't care. I, was, I wanted to see it so bad because I loved the music from it and the whole, yo, let's jump rope. Like, I didn't like jump roping, but I saw him doing double jazz, doing backflips. I'm like, yo, I want to do that too. Yeah, and then, and well, for me, it was one of my real first introductions to Kiki Palmer outside of Akeel and the Bee. So true. like, you know, mm, yes. that, like, in that. that, like, that really made me a big um, fan of Kiki. I read the junior novel of that too, and like that's how I knew the whole like of who of uh, jumping. Jumping, okay. Like that's if I could if I didn't see the movie, I would read the book. Yeah. 
Like, that's how I knew. That's why I wasn't so big on spoilers until I stopped reading the books before I watched the movie. Okay. Like, um, like I knew, like, for example, Transformers 3, I knew Ironhide died mm. before mm. I saw the movie, so it wasn't that mm. big of a shot. Someone spoiled that for me, and I wanted to fight him. And also, Roderick spoiled that for me. Like, I, I, I remember, was I remember like, watching before that. Before I read the book, he was like, yo, set no problems with this. I know we kicked ass, right? He was like, not really. He was a traitor. Like, what What do you mean he betrayed the Autobots? He killed Ironheart. I'm like, no. I, that same day, I ran and grabbed the book. I, wa- I remember watching that in theater, and I was just like, what the heck? Ironhide, no. He was like one of my, he was like probably my favorite. Right. Like, he got killed. I still, to this day, I still haven't forgiven Sentinel Prime. Never. never oh, never. Never forgive Sentinel. I, I barely have forgiven, I don't even forgive Leonard Nimoy for voicing the character. But the side plot in, uh, and jump in with Patrick Johnson Jr. who played Rodney, the, yeah, the was, other boxer. That was really interesting too. Uh, that, yeah. was, that was a thing I didn't catch until I rewatched it like a few years ago. Uh-huh. Like, yeah. Oh wow, they was really pushing the dynamic of you know her people, her people. Yeah, and he was nuanced. Right. He yep. was nuanced. He was a villain that had some nuance to him. Right. Like he, he, you, he was a sympathetic villain. Like you, when I, when you saw like you know the whole thing, like yo, I hope the clothes fit and just all of that. I'm like. Oh. Yeah, it was Jumpin' was definitely one of those like you don't have to fit in this certain box type of film and I really mm-hmm. like that about it. Mm-hmm. So my number five, um, Quattro's a big uh medieval buff kinda that's why I like y'all y'all know how I feel about the the third Thor mm-hmm. and how I'm not feeling it because I like the medieval Thor type deal. So my movie is Avalon High, man. Avalon High it just that's it, it yes, brought like the, it brought it brought what we love about the these teenage sitcom, high school sitcoms. So like my love of like the medieval times and I'm together in such an interesting way because it was like going through time in a, in a weird sense but not going back in time but like bringing them together yeah and the action was cool the set pieces were dope like it honestly it's it's really one of like Disney's channels most slept one of their most slept on films oh yeah speaking of like medieval things I was taking my grandma to the eye doctor today and they had this this show on I don't know what it was called but it was like uh. It was like set in the times of like Camelot with had, mm. had Arthur when he was still a knight, mm. um, and like Lancelot was coming into the army, and they had to fight a Griffin. Like I don't know what it was called, but it, it, it Mr. Lafayette, hard dog, like Lancelot. But uh, it, it it was really good. I don't know what it was called, but I, I wish I could I should have asked someone what it was because it was gas. The Griffin looked fake as hell, but it's a TV show. Uh, yeah, honestly, like it, it, yeah. it was also sleeping. It also has a baddie in it, Britt Robertson. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, a, a baddie. Yeah, we talking okay. about the whole thing of the reincarn King Arthur, bro. That jealous so guys, bro. I tried speaking of another medieval thing. I tried to watch recently that I couldn't even finish it. It was the first episode of Cursed on Netflix. I tried it. It wasn't for me, but hey, if y'all watched it, Have check you me out. Game of Thrones yet? I'm just, just so much Bro, that I'm I want to watch and I'm, it's just like I'm, I'm already I feel, I feel the same way and I, I'm trying to catch uh, it I might catch it before the spinoff start I don't I don't cause like I was on Game of Thrones and then I stopped and I don't feel like I even want to go back like just cause yeah, I because just cause I know how bad the ending was yeah so it's like do I even want to finish it like do I want to set myself up for this disappointment plus I'm already rewatching enough shows so I'm like do I even want to but yeah cause I got HBO Max so I can easily walk, but I'm just like uh should I uh-uh. but yeah I think it's my time for my number four. Yeah, your number four. My number four is a movie that we we fell in love with this girl and some of these females went crazy for these dudes even more. The original Camp Rock with Demi Lovato, Joe Jonas, Nick, and the Jonas Brothers and Demi Lovato. Let's just say that. The original Camp Rock. Oh, my God. Disney has a very interesting way on how they do, like, original films. And, like, 
This one, when I first saw the trailer for it, I thought it's gonna be like another little musical thing, which it essentially mm-hmm. is. Mm-hmm. But like, it has more like there's a little bit like this. I don't know the story of the dynamic between Joe's character and Demi's character was very interesting. Mm-hmm. Plus, it set ways for it made me fall in love with Demi Lovato, which is why it's one of my favorites. Like, I don't know, she really killed her character. Her character's name was um. Honestly, can't remember her character's oh, name. Oh, man. But you, like, I, why am I blinking? I just watched this film. Like, like and it's ago. all like on the top of my head. Uh, no, I'm, I, don't even, I don't even look at it. Mitchie. Yeah, Mitchie. Yeah. I knew I was going to butcher it, so I didn't even try. There it is, Mitchie. But yes. And also the mom from... He's a Waverly Place. Yes. It was gas. definitely a bad See, I love what you said about Disney like being doing something really interesting with their original films. They were events. They They weren't just films where like... You know, they just bring in these random characters or random actors. You have to watch the actors you watch every day for hours do something movie. in a, a whole different light. Mm-hmm. Like, because, I mean, at the time, I think Camp Camp Rock may not have Camp Rock may not have uh, been around when this started, but I know Camp Rock 2 was. Um, Sunny with a Chance yep, was running. It was around Sunny with a Chance was around before Camp Rock. It was probably like maybe in the I think they, probably somewhere in the middle. They probably filmed them both around the same time. No, they did. Like, they did. They filmed them around the same time. So, so but yeah. So like Sunny with a Chance was going on. Then you saw um, you saw Demi Lovato in that, and then in Camp Rock, you saw uh, old girl from Hannah Montana. Of don't don't I know her name? I know her name. Emily Osment. She was in Hannah Montana, and then she did Dad Nap. Uh, Selena Gomez, Rizzoli Place, they did the Witness Protection Program, Princess Witness, Princess, Princess Witness, Witness Protection, Protection Program. Program. Hold, hold up with both Demi and, and Selena, Selena. Yeah. right? So you got to see your characters in a completely new light, and it's something they still do. Yeah, but and I just found that very interesting to see yeah. like the mother. Uh, you saw Selena Gomez's mother from Witness Rizzoli Place playing Demi Lovato's mother. Yeah, plus like, those two cool. were like they're like everyone knew about their friend, their close friendship from right kids, yeah, so yeah. it's like kind of cool. Oh, she gets to play her mother, and she gets. To play, it's like their sisters, and they're like. That movie. Aside from a couple others, High School Musical was the, like the biggest one that really had like completely whole new characters in it that weren't on regular primetime TV shows at the time. Yeah, and then right. they just kind of had. I, I don't know if those cameos came before or after High School Musical, but they were. It I think came, all of them were on um, Sweet Life. Corbin Corbin's was before High School Musical. Zach had been on Disney before High School Musical. Vanessa had been. Yeah. Every, pretty much everybody else. Uh, Allison Stoner had been. Yeah, she'd been on everybody's show. Yeah. Allison Stoner, well, she made, she made her first wave through... Um, that's all Raven. Alice, that and also well, Missy Elliott, but that's outside of Disney. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then she was also on... Well, you already said Sweet Life, never mind. Did you know... Speaking of Camp Rock, uh, Megan Megan Martin, who played Tess, mm-hmm. the, the bully, Yeah. Uh, in the, I think, the second movie, they cut a... No, it was the first movie. They cut a bunch of her scenes because she just was that mean. She was so mean they had to cut some of her scenes. Oh, wow. I can imagine it because, like... I mean, she was mean just in the scenes they had in there. Oh, yeah, so. she was mean. I don't know how the heck they, they like... That's one thing I knew for a fact that, like... Because when Camp Rock 2 was coming out, I watched the first one. And I'm like, there's no way they're going to make Tess likable. And she sort of, like... And she was, but she was, like, sympath- she was like a sympathetic traitor. And anyway, we'll talk about that later. Yeah. I know that for a fact that's on one of our lists. Yeah, and oh, also before we go to the next one, my boy Roshan Fagan, you know, helped yes, launch his career a little bit more. I'll, yes. What about favorite? What about favorite Disney stars? Definitely. Even though he's not as ever when he left Disney, he didn't branch out as much, but he, he did his thing. To piggyback, not piggyback, but to say one more thing before we move on. 
Camp Rock really, like, culturally did a, did a lot. I remember the people are still doing a lot of stuff that they, like, whatever, Major Loser. People, I still see people doing that, which is it's terrible, but it Camp was, Rock was really famous when it came out. I mean, I remember mm-hmm. Merge coming out with that with that movie. Like, it was very popular. Yeah. Shanul, you're number four. My number four, but no, we skipped you, didn't he? Oh, I'm tripping. No, yeah, it goes Robert than you, so number four. I did mine. We went around. We're going oldest to youngest. Okay, I'm fine. Because one, I just went before Rob, though. It is what it is. Well, if you still on your number four, you good. What? Yeah, my number four, it's a different one. Like this is uh, def- this is nineties. This is nineties. Okay. So this is around the time apartheid was going on in uh, South mm, Africa. I know where you're going. Yep. And Ooh. so this is also around the time like Lion King was coming out, and like the lyrics in Lion King are very anti-apartheid. If you know what they're trying to say and not what they're really saying, because like those lyrics are like rule. Rule lion, rule lion, where he's basically like saying, yo, give us a real king or something like that. It's basically all from Nelson Mandela. Either way, that's not the movie I'm doing. The movie I'm doing is The Color of Friendship. Mm. The basic premise of that is a um, a girl who is um, high, not, not high in the government, but her dad is like captain of the police force. He was in, just on the police. He wasn't the captain. He was just uh, yeah, on the he police was force yeah. in, um, in South Africa. And... During the time this apartheid is going on, and she gets sent to America in a foreign exchange program to a family of senators, where the father is a senator. And she goes there and assumes that the senator is going to be white. Or the senator is going to be white. She goes there. The senator is black, has a black wife, and all black kids. Meanwhile, everyone is expecting someone from Africa to come, come black. Right. So it's a culture shock on both ends. From It's basically like, imagine if... Um, your mom is a uh, Black Lives Matter, of her like you know you're very Black Lives Matter, and you come in from the other side and there's a blue and all white Lives Matter. Yeah, yeah. Blue and all Lives Matter. They both come in. You have no idea what's going on between the two because you know there's no social media, and they both come in and now you're stuck together for a month. Yo, when I tell you, because I, I recently rewatched that at Rob's house one time. The way they emoted that scene where uh, they come to the airport and they're like, "Oh, yeah, you're white." Yeah. Yeah. When they come and and, and then like the camera just pans around, all the black people in the audience, look at, all the black people in the room are like, "She's e-. white." And yeah, and then she's like, and she's like, "They're black. This is a joke." And like, no, it's not. Like honestly, I would love this because that movie um is one of the ones that. Disney taught you something. Like it was really, yeah, they really had something to say. They were, they were, they were taking the stand. Say, hey, apartheid is wrong, right? And this is where we're, this is where we stand on it. Yeah. Bef- and and on top of that, it also teaches you a history lesson when you look back on it. Mm-hmm. Like when Steve Biko was, uh, was murdered. Yeah. Yep. Like, we don't know who the heck Steve Biko is, but they taught us like, yo, Steve Biko was actually murdered by those cops in that jail cell. And the crazy thing is when I saw, cause, cause, um. Uh, uh, the color of friendships actually before our time. I mean, it came out what, the ninety five. Yeah, yeah. So we none of us even born when it came out. So I had I when I rewatched it at Robert's house, I had I didn't even know that this movie was like based on apartheid. It was talking about. I was like, oh, this was actually like talking about some some for right. Yeah. I was like, that's why I was like so tuned in. I was like, and oh snap! Like now I understand what they were talking about. I, I think yeah. this is one movie where I think looking back. They couldn't make this movie today. No, no, for, they are for, making them today. <laughs> well, no, yeah, but like for for one main reason, like they say the South African N word. Yes, they do. Yeah, a few times, which yep. is a word called uh, kaffir. Yep. 
Yeah. And that's basically if someone that's basically if a white dude calls a black dude a nigger. Yeah. Yeah. It's that's the same. That, that's just as bad. And the white actress in it, uh, I don't know her name, but she did a really good job of like playing that ignorance role. She just like she literally just did not know that like the atrocities that were happening in, in apartheid were wrong mm-hmm. and that things were a whole lot more different. And although in 95, black people weren't really, you know, where we needed to be, and we still aren't today in 2020, yeah. but, yeah. like, they, um, that whole, oh, this is really, like, not how it's supposed to be, and it changes her mind to the end of the movie where when she comes back and sees her black um, house, the maid, yeah. she sees the maid and she, like, flashes the... The, 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 um, flag of the, the flag of the, the flag of South Africa. It was like, yo, I'm like, I'm with you. Like, I want like, y'all to get she this came freedom. Back, it was like, yo, Black Lives Matter. Yeah, basically. Yeah, that was Lindsay Hahn. That was her name. And it, it's it's such a great movie, and it the in in fact like it's I have it higher than Jump In just because I wanted to start with something for the culture. Mm-hmm. Well, so that's why I did. At first, I had that, but I'm like, you know, let's put Jump In beneath that because I wanted something higher. Yeah, true. That and I'll I'll, I'll forever love the scene where they were at the kitchen table. And the white girl is like, um, I'll have uh, eggs benedict with juice. Yes, and that was so good. And the mother is sitting there eating cereal, and she was like, I don't know how y'all do it in South Africa, Africa. <laughs> but today, and oh no, no, she was like, you know, you're here for with us for a month, and like my children, I'm not gonna treat you any different from my own children. So today, we're having sugar hoops. Oh man. Yeah. And she leaves her sugar hoops at the table, and she's like. Sugar hoops. And, yeah, and the girl's like, she just starts pouring cereal, and I'm like, that's such a black mom moment. Right. A yeah. black mom moment. Because, like, my mom will be like, oh, okay, um, we having sugar hoops today, so I don't know what you right. having. Like, you're just going to be hungry, sounds like. Right. Yeah. So you're not, you're not, you want eggs Benedict? Uh, all right, let me go. Turn on Dr. Strange. Benedict Cumberbatch. <laughs> my turn. My number two. Oh, four. I'm chipping. And my number four. It's one of my favorite movies of all time. I don't think it's a sleeper, but like it's kind of been forgotten in time because it's kind of old. The Luck of the Irish. I've always this this movie's yeah, always yeah, had this movie's oh, so always good. had a um, special place in my heart. It's always been a just kind of sitting there. You can sit there and really like learn something from Disney. I thought that was really interesting. Um, so yeah, Avalon. High is my film. Loved it. Uh, just the even the fight scenes are really cool, and just the way it ended with that whole battle between Merlin or not Merlin. Was it Mer- Merlin? I think it was. I think it was Merlin and um, the main character. I, yeah, it's it's been a minute since I've seen that movie, but definitely gonna go back and rewatch that. That's one I don't remember. Robert, you're number three, my friend. My number three is a movie that I, is very dear to my heart, and it's still canon to the show. But this is the way we placed the movie with Selena Gomez. Don't even got to name all the rest. You know, David Henry and what's what's Max's name? Real name, in real life. Jake T. Austin. Jake T. Austin. Yes. Oh my God! When I tell you, um, a movie that was just straight gas. Like it was like you know it follow. It really shows helps and shows Alex's maturity. You know, mm-hmm. you know how. And, you know, there was that whole big premise from the beginning of the show. You know, you can't use magic whenever you like. All this and that, like, magic has its consequences and all that. You know, they really get that. Like, like multiple points of the show, like, it gets called back. Like, the big thing about the wizard competition is finally really getting brought to light. Because mm-hmm. they actually have a wizard competition to try to help bring back the whole family and all that. And all that dynamic, you know. Um, <clears throat> kind of showing how the parents, you know, I'm pretty sure we all fit, kind of thought about how the parents were right before... You know, they met each other. So we kind of got a glimpse of that when I wish you and dad never even met. So, you know, 
They never technically met. Um, Jerry was being Jerry. Um, Teresa was being Teresa. So, you know, you kind of saw how the mom was mm-hmm. before she met um, um, the dad. And you saw how the dad was before he met the mom. So, you know, and how the dad was as a wizard. Because, you know, he won the competition. So, you know, it was kind of interesting to see, like, those dynamics fit into that movie and how... And just really, Alex's maturity was the biggest thing for me for that movie. And I love it so much because it shows how valuable family is. Like, that's a family... I see that as a family movie. You know, Disney, sometimes you have Disney family movies. And then there's just some Disney original movies that aren't family. So, you know... And it was able to make different callbacks to the show. So, yeah. I I think the, the part that I remember the most that, like, really stuck with me was when... Was one um one now I can't remember Jake T. Austin's character. Max. Uh, when Max when Max died. Oh when yeah. Max died at, at the end. Through the like, tornado. Yeah, with the tornado because they, what like they wish they hadn't met, so they hadn't met. So then of course that whole space time continuum and how things just kind of mm-hmm. going and eventually kind of did like the whole um the Back to the Future thing where like you know he's fading away. But no, there's a whole tornado. I was like, oh, dang, bro, he is dead. Like, hey, just bro. like uh, Pa Kent in Metal Steel. Basically, he got the whole yeah. Pa Kent. Um, I was never really a big, um, which is a Liberty Place fan. You know, my, y'all know my parents. Yeah. I was not we, having that witchcraft in the house. But I do remember seeing some clips of the scene. And I thought it was cool that they we finally got to see the the... What you call the wizard contest? The wizard competition that they Before have been talking about. Yeah, the whole they've been talking about like, oh y'all, the three siblings are gonna go against each other. Like one person is gonna have the powers of the whole family. I'm like, yo, that's crazy. And then we finally get to see it a little early, like Shanua said. But yeah, we got to see. It. I thought that was really cool. And then um, the till the end of the show, you still see ripples of what that movie set in motion, which I thought was really cool. I really yeah. think that um, that Wizards of Waverly Place was one show where they had an end game in mind. Mm-hmm. Well, they knew exactly how they were gonna end the show. They just could do whatever they wanted until they could, until they just felt like getting there. Yeah, yeah. And like I, I think, I think some shows like, you know, some shows start off with really good concepts, like you know, uh, celebrity leading a double life as a regular teenager, twins in a hotel. It doesn't have an end game, but that's something that they they prove that that could go on for years at a time. Yep. Yeah. But something with like what is the way they plays. Wizardry can get pretty. I don't want to say it can get pretty boring because you know it can get the wizarding world is. It can get very convoluted. Convoluted and repetitive. Yeah, and plus it get. So, this whole wizard competition and one wizard uh, takes over, and it was just a new dynamic that uh, hasn't been seen before in like any other wizard related media that I had seen at the time. That boy said wizard related media. Oh yeah, because you know, <laughs> I mean, Harry Potter was hot at the time too. Oh, it I was. just started the first two Harry Potters. Yeah. And uh, don't hate them so far. But they, they're, they're, they're pretty gassed, not gonna lie. Especially for their time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm yeah. also wondering why they're three hours long. The first two, at least. Like, like the first, like starting out, they're already almost three hours long. I was. I mean, yeah. but then again, I keep saying that, but then I think about how long the books are. The books right. are fat. So oh, yeah, it, the it books makes are sense. fat. I, could, yeah, the, the, I didn't even finish any of the books. I tried. Couldn't do it. I think the third one is my favorite, but I haven't seen them all. I've seen up to halfway of the fourth one, so I gotta start. I gotta finish watching them. Mm-hmm. Yo, you know what I just, it just occurred to me? I mean, there's nothing we can do about it now. Like mm-hmm. it's the past. But when I when we came back in, the, coming back from getting Will, yeah. we were, I was talking. About, I was supposed to be talking about look at the Irish. I started talking about Avalon High. It'd be like that. It'd be like that. It is what it is. Just we know, leave, look at the Irish was my number four. If, if you so, didn't notice the cut, then I did a good job. Yes. All right. Uh, so it's my turn, right? Because you just went. 
Mm, I went. No, he went. All right, so, so your turn. And I... This is your number down, three. So I got to go by memory. But I remember what the words. didn't remember the order. Um, okay, oh. what I'm going to do is uh, I'm going to just say that it's... I'm going to go with... Um, now I'll put this on the top. So I'm just going to go with Camp Rock 2 with the final jam. You... Oh, okay, that's not on my list. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I, I agree. Say, first off, we went over this beforehand. Right. But uh, Camp Rock 2 the final jam, it was a movie that... Honestly, like, I'll be honest, I hated the first Camp Rock. I didn't like it. When it came out? Yeah. Interesting. I know it made and stuff like that, but I just kind of felt like it was uh, trying to make the next High School Musical after High School Musical 3 bombed at the box office. I can un- I can understand your drift there. And that's, and like, so, and I, I didn't watch it when it first came out because, like I said, I didn't have any real desire to watch it or to figure out what it was about. Right. So I didn't. And then when the second one was coming out and all the music was coming, I'm like, yo, this, like, we can't. We can't, can't back down. That big, that's the big, that big second trailer they did for it. Yeah. yeah, I'm like, okay, hold up, this looks different. Demi Lovato, look, this is when Demi Lovato was trans, was transitioning from uh, brown hair to yeah. black hair. I was finna wow. say that, but I was oh, like, I'm right. not gonna do that because I love Demi. Demi, you are special to me. Completely uncalled for. I'm like, I love Demi Lovato. But yeah, she she did. Man, she don't. Demi, she don't Demi, even. Demi, you are strong and you are a survivor and. Honestly, I am proud of you. Like having having seen you go through what you've gone through, you are a soldier, Demi Lovato. Shout out to Demi Lovato. Hey, you know what? She can't. She, she can't, can't back, back down. down. But yeah, I heard that. I'm like, yo, what the heck is up with this Camp Rock? And so like, there was like not a marathon, but you know how Disney like hypes everything up. Yeah, yeah. And so I watched the first one to like have like, okay, the, the backstory. I guess, it's, of I the guess it's decent, you know, but. uh... I definitely wouldn't have thought that a sequel was necessary or should have been made because the the, the second one is way better. Yes. But it's so unnecessary because the first the first one just wasn't good in my opinion. I mean, like it's decent, but like you know, you watch you watch it later and you're like, this isn't good. Yeah. It, it's well, like that. It's just that bad. Like, how did this get a sequel? Well, I love the sequels. Amazing. I loved it. I mean, I loved it. Well, the reason why you got to see because Camp Rock, Camp Rock came out around the time of. It came out because this, like y'all were saying, this is when Demi and this is essentially when Demi and Selena were really becoming faces of Disney because this mm-hmm. is when the Sweet Life Boys were at the latter half of their Disney careers. Mm-hmm. So was my Mo- not Mo- Miley Cyrus. I was going to say Hannah Montana. I was gonna, yeah, Hannah, Hannah Montana. Montana was, I think at that point when that came out, it was already done. Yeah. So you know. This was like at the latter half when, um, because I remember when Camp Rock was dropping, it was this big, it was no when, Hannah Montana wasn't done when Camp Rock, Camp Rock two dropped. Two, yeah. No, 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 no. I'm talking about the first. It was at least it was Hannah Montana. Hannah Montana Forever had at least started. Yeah, no, no I'm talking. Started, I'm talking about they're at the latter half, like they're they're yeah, they're, they're definitely Disney, at the latter half. They're yeah. at the latter. Their Disney's careers were coming to an end, so you know this is when Demi and Selena were really starting to take over. So you know, I remember when this dropped. This is when Disney had a first real big like celebrity come onto the show. This is when um, oh my god. Black lady, Ma. She played Ma. Oh my God, Olivia. Olivia, that's her name. The lady that played Ma. Olivia something. The lady that played Ma in the movie Ma. She played the Ma. Olivia Spencer. Olivia Spencer. Octavia Spencer. Octavia Spencer. Octavia Spencer. Octavia Spencer. Oh my God, I'm. Olivia. I'm finna get slapped. I know. I, I'm ruining black culture. I called her Olivia. But but anyway, I started with the coach. Actually, no, I didn't. I almost did, but I switched it up. But yeah, check this out. So like you know, Olivia. Octavia Spencer Kent went on to do an episode of Wizards of Waverly Place. It was this big two parter. I guess that was with Justin or something like that. 
Justin could have lost his powers or something. She was the big antagonist. So that was big. Octavia Spencer, like, wow, she, that's a blast. She, I just remembered that. Now she, I mean, she, about. like, wow. that's why that was a big episode that night. And Camp Rock was dropping that night as well. So that, I remember because I saw this for myself. Camp Rock dropped at 8 30. That, like eight, ep- yeah, right, eight, 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 seven, seven. Yeah, that, that episode came out at seven. It was the two part, the two part drop. And then that, um, Camp Rock dropped. So, you know, that was a, one of my favorite Way Place episodes was those two with yeah. Octavia Spencer. And then I get to watch Camp Rock. So everyone was kind of... Plus, it was Demi Lovato. Sunny with the Chance was coming on. So, you know, they were like, we want to see her. And you also, at the, at, at the time, the, the Jonas Brothers were at probably... The Jonas Brothers the were going up there. They That's were, the, They were... I think they were at the peak of their early 2000s career. They were. Because I think after Camp Rock 2... They started their TV show, and that's when their decline started. Before they came, well, back up they were well, Camp. they were they were also in the middle of their tour during Camp Rock. That is mm-hmm. that is also true. The first Camp Rock, the, the first Camp one, Rock. They, that's why they that's why they went in the movies. Yeah, but and Joe and Jonas's yeah, scenes weren't movie. really that. They filmed Joe, Joe Jonas's scenes were some of the first they filmed in Camp Rock, and then then he went to then they went when he went back on tour, right. but yeah, like, like I love what you said about um, it being so unnecessary, but also really good. Right. Because I remember rewatching it, and I was like. Yo, the music in here is astronomically better. It's way better. Oh, yeah, and the second like, one. Uh, the... It's on. Uh, it's we on. We can't back down. Um, what, what's the song? Uh, the song that uh, Kevin sang to Fire. the girl he was doing. Introducing. In- introducing me. Yeah. Do, 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 like, uh, let's talk about people sleep on the, the song Tess did with that one dude. That was uh, a good song, too. For a camp star. That, yeah. that, was, that song, eight. Hey, we're going to tear this down. We're going to tear it down. Oh, yeah. Huh? That was them rehearsing. Yes. Quote, unquote, rehearsing. But I love Fire, though. His, the song he Fire, did, Fire. Fire was dope, yeah. too. Bruh, we was all on Fire. That joke was Now, good. what I will say is the song that they actually ended up, the song that Camp Rock actually ended up doing for their final performance, boo. Boo. It was boo, but, like, Camp Star deserved the win. I'm not even gonna count. And they did, because, like, they their did. performance wasn't better. They just showed, we have fun, but, like, I can't for the life of me remember the song. They won the moral argument. Head. Yeah, they yeah, want the moral argument. Yeah, but you put a gun to my head and say, "What song did Camp Rock sing in the final jam?" Bruh, let mm. me pull the trigger myself, bruh. Hey man, I gotta go. Like all the songs were good except for the song that, except for their competition song. But every song was just gas, and that's why it's my my number three, right? Yeah. Okay, good. I just I, when I rewatched it, I was just like, I felt there was some cat moments. I just was like. Okay, so just because this other camp, this other camp can just completely fall apart like that, like people just go work for another camp. Like, what about the housing for these people? Like, I, I really overthunk a lot yeah. of things that happened in that movie. That, that, that but then again, these yeah. movies are not something you're supposed to like really like delve into and like really go into deep thought about. They're like fun kid teens movies. So one thing that like they did do in this movie that they didn't have to do was show that Tessa's mom actually Tessa called her mom to make the switch. Mm. Like, yeah. they didn't have to do that. They could have just had her at Camp Star the whole time. Yeah. yeah. She was already, like, super mean in the first one anyway. I thought that she was just there. Too like, mean. That, yeah. Now, now, she, one thing. now she was, like, uh, the the traitor and was kind of, like, the moral bridge between the two camps. Yeah. And I'm like, Tessa was too mean for me to like her. Tess. Yeah, Tess. One thing I, with, with Tess's character was yeah, just for the first movie that I really did. Honestly, this is the only thing I really did not like about the first movie because she's so mean throughout and then y'all finally try to give her her little sympathy moment 
two way. Basically, yes. at the end of the movie, when yes. her mother finally show leaves, I'm like, bro, right. y'all could have done this, like, because they really made no mentions of her mother throughout yeah. the entire movie. I'm like, bro, what y'all doing? Y'all gonna wait to the way end of the movie and try to give her sympathy just so y'all can try to build yeah. this. This shows they was already planning for the sequel. If you gonna do it or like a spinoff that. with Tess, because I mean, honestly, or a spinoff with Tess. Key people loved Tess when she came out. She was honestly the probably the. Outside of probably Demi, she, probably the she most was other the most famous of this movie. for sure. Oh like yeah, said, it's it like I always thought it was a re, like a rehash for trying to recreate the phenomenon that was High School Musical. And I think, so. and I think, in a sense, they 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 did. I mean, I don't think anything will be as big as High School Musical because of the spectacle that it was. Right. Yeah. But Camp Rock definitely came close, and is it's the only thing that has come as close. To create, because I'm like I said, like not only did they do well in terms of views, but like the the merch. I, I remember they can't rock merch being in like that was the rage. I think. Oh yeah, 2011. I was in what the fifth grade. Every oh, yeah. every girl had a camp rock backpack T shirt like camp rock, and then the like you said with, with all those different moving parts that were so famous at the time. You got Demi Lovato who's got this connection with Selena Gomez, and then. Um and so they had that. My bad, y'all. I had a little something in my throat. But they had um, that that Demi Lovato uh, with her becoming crazy famous, and then you're at the you kind of at that that moment in time where the um, Jonas Brothers are crazy famous, and they're so, on tour, like and they're on tour. So like they, they came out at a great time, and they kind of built on that opportunity of Camp Rock. And then of course, what kid summer camp is like? Last thing before we move on to mine. Summer camp is like the funnest time for kids. I mean, we remember our time going to summer camp, and it was yeah. being like some of the funnest days of all time. And it wasn't even like a real summer camp; it was just a day camp. Right. Like, yeah. Like, and like me and Rob went to a, a week a week long stay at stay there camp, and bro, that's some of like the funnest times of our yes. lives. We yes. still telling the stories from those days. Oh, yeah. That we didn't tell each other back then. So for sure, like it's going to be uh, resonant with kids at that age. So that's why that Camp Rock Two is like. Definitely one of the best sequels and better movies that Disney Channel has done. And the yeah. choreography, that's all I gotta say. Gas. Oh, of course, the dance. So, you know, you gotta bring that up. My number three. Ah, oh, man. This is just like Disney Channel's very own Mulan. Wendy Wu, Homecoming Warrior. Yes. Yes. A and this times. one is crazy interesting because I mentioned earlier that, like, you got to see some of your favorite characters, um, you know, in a new light doing different things. And. I, I think, honestly, one of the most iconic characters that Disney Channel's ever had is the London Tipton character. Mm-hmm. Of course. I mean, she's iconic for her being dumb, funny moments. Um, she was on both shows, with Life on Deck and Cody. The like, Prindle. The Prindle. Like, what? she's synonymous with Disney Channel. You think yeah. London Tipton. And so to see her in this new light as kind of like London Tipton, but without all the dumbness, but just, like, still popular, still, like, at the top of her game. Yeah. And then, like, be this home, this kung fu warrior was so sick to me. I loved it. Loved that movie. Yeah. What I liked about Wendy Wu Homecoming Warrior, like you said, this was, and think about it, this was not right before On Deck. This was still when A Sweet Life was in their, I think, second. Be- really? In, or their wow. first or the beginning of their second season. This was, like, we were young. I think right. this, this came out 04, 05. Had to be one of, one of those, for sure. Because... I remember for sure, because I was still at Parts House when this movie came out. So you know we was young. <laughs> young, young. Because, so yeah. Um, I think, yeah. I think, like I said, I didn't have cable, so I didn't watch it when it first came out, but I caught it on Netflix around the time I started rewatching all the. Remember when all the Disney Channel shows were, were on Netflix when Disney had that contract with stars? Yeah. 
way back then. I caught back. I rewatched everything. Yeah, damn. That that really was a long time ago. That, that was. I, I said I think Transformers Prime was starting out then. Like this, this was 2011, 2012. I was in eighth grade. Bro, I, I just found out there's an extended edition of this movie. There I need is? To, I need to find it. It's called the Kickin' the Kickin' edition. The Kickin' edition. I'm gonna have to check it out. Bro, this, uh, bro imagine imagine like all they did was just add a scene, uh, add a scene with the cast of Kickin' it. And I just found like a mini. Well, it's not a mini article, but a little article in the in the byline was talking about how uh, Wendy Wu did a lot for Asian representation, which I mean, which is really Especially interesting. Especially in the early 2000s, when you know no one even knew what that was. No, like yeah, I mean, like the only thing I could I could think of in terms of Asian representation, of course, was Mulan. So like, what else was what else was really popping? And that's the thing about I love about Disney. And I'm seeing it a lot more, especially um, recently with Pixar. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They're they're going all over the world to tell stories. They are. I mean, we went to we went to the the Caribbean islands with Moana, Polynesian, Polynesian islands. I'm tripping. Yeah. The, with Moana, and then you go. You've been to France with Ratatouille. You've been all over the world in Cars too. Um, what's the one we the, the most recent one? What one of the most recent ones? Uh, Coco. You went to Mexico. Coco. They just going all over the world to find uh, stories. And I think so Luca. Why? Luca, the new one, is, is based in, like, Italy, I think. Okay. And I I know... I don't think this was Pixar, but uh, Abominable took you into Asia. Yeah, that's uh, that Illumination. That's, that's Illumination. DreamWorks or Illumination, one yeah. or the other. But, yeah, so I just really love how you that Asian representation was going on there. And I definitely would love to see more films, uh, Disney Channel. Well, I don't... I mean, I'm not watching Disney Channel like that, but hopefully they're still doing the representation thing, so more power to them. But that is my uh, number three... Um, I think I pretty much said everything I needed to say about Wendy Wu Homecoming, Homecoming Warrior. Slick Rob, you're number three. Oh, what you want to? I'm pretty two. sure I'm on two. Because <laughs> I, I keep forgetting I'm last in this. Watch your count. You right. My number two, it's a, it's a throwback. And I say it like that because it's a throwback. But these girls... Are some of the most synonymous? Well, they're not one of the big, but they're one of the, some of the biggest. Um, what would you call um stars? Stars and um that been on a lot of TV shows. A lot of people forgot it kind of started on Disney, hmm. but you already know the twins. Oh, where'd it go? Twi- Twi- well, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know the song, but Twitches, Twi- Twitches. Oh, okay, Twitches. okay. Yes. Twitches was really good. Yeah, Twitches, was. like you know, TN Tamara, like you know, a lot of us, you know, they're for the culture anyway too, as well. So you know, like with them, um. I my first representation of them was actually was Twitches before they went to before what's her name branched off to do the game and the what that was Tia that did the game or was it Tamara? That was Tia. Tia did the game and Tamara she went somewhere. But she, and they was on what else was they on? Oh my god. It's on, sister Sister. Sister Sister. Yeah. Yeah, it's on the top of my yeah, like yeah. that's the thing. So like, you know, before Sister Sister I saw Twitches, so you know, my sister had me watching that movie. Hey bro, I love my sister had me watching that movie, man. Twitches, no. twi- I remember but Twitches Twitch being is, really big. It was really big. Yeah. It was really I remember when Twitches 2 came out. That's yeah, when Twitches yeah. 2 came out. Like, you know, because it was always around, because Hollow. It, it was a Halloween movie. The Halloween movies on Disney originals, those were. Oh. Dis- Halloween is oh. Disney's time to shine. They really be popping. Yeah, especially when they did Halloween. Yeah, uh, my honorable mention, Halloween Town. Ho- no, Halloween Town, Halloween Town High. Uh, one of my personal favorites because of how much it scared me as a child. Don't look, look under, under the, the bed. bed. Yes. I've like, seen that. Oh, the haunted mansion! Oh, yes, but like the fact like that 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 was back in the days when Disney just didn't have anything to make a movie about. So they were like, "Yo, we have this ride. Let's make a movie about it." 
Oh, really? Yeah, it's interesting. It's, like, there's a haunted mansion at Disney World, um, or at Disneyland. Um, I think there's some media based on the Tower of Terror. Okay. Oh wow! And of course, Pirates of the Caribbean. That's based off of the uh, the Disneyland attraction. What about hmm. Splash Mountain? The song of the South. Zip. Oh, wait, wait. Song of the South. Don't you mean uh Ma oh my Don't you mean modern modern day, day Louisiana? Mm. Oh god. Oh god. Okay. Next thirteen. But yeah, like but like I was saying with Twitches, like, you know, it was it was cool. You see these two dynamic um sisters that are and it's kinda like along the thing with the kind of see with magic, how magic warps and all that, um and like how some can be more powerful than others, and like you know, don't let um it kind of showed don't let people um sway the wrong way and you gotta stick to family um yeah. it was very interesting plus it has one of my favorite scenes from any Disney movie she's trying to I can't remember which which twin it was because one was struggling more with her powers than the other and she was like you just gotta focus just focus and relax keep your mind focused on and it was a dude named Dimitri mm. he walked in and all you hear is Dimitri and so she drops everything like she's she's basically using the force hold oh, on Lord. she's like. Boom! As he drops everything, he runs over to Demetrius. All you hear is, "Nice focus, thank you." You Dang, like? I remember that scene though. That's it was so good. Yeah. Like, and I remember the dad's focus, like, Santos. The focus, Santos. Focus on one thing, focus. And then at that point, Kyle learned how to be Superman. Yes. Man yeah. of Steel. Yes. 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 That's how. That's how it works. That's that's how you put in the DC. God dang it. Yeah, we go. Come on, get, someone. Try to get that clap in there. I like that. DJ, no, you're number two. My number two. These, these two are actually, this is actually a sequel. And two, again, probably the biggest smash hit, uh, biggest smash hit that a DCOM ever has a strive to be. High School Musical 2. Yes. High a musical School that, yes. a, a movie that, honestly, to this day, still lives up to the hype that was set for it. Yep. Like, I remember, again, I didn't have cable, but I was thinking, what time is it that, that, that summer? I think it was third grade. I remember I was in my third grade class. Summer. Summer. The clock. Summer. 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 The bell rang. Oh, oh yeah. Go. And I was thinking, like, we weren't even, like, we weren't even, like, in class like they were in Ms. Jarvis' class. Yeah. Last day of school is chill when you're in third grade. Yeah. So we all we found all the paper we could find. Yeah. Just because that's what happened in the in the in the, in the, the movie, movie, yeah. Just and the movie wasn't even out yet. That's the crazy thing about it. The movie came out like that, two weeks later. That show that movie came out with so many bops, man. It's, it's, like, it's, 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 so like really we were just sitting there. Summer, summer. The bell rings, and this is like we had a we had a ratchet bell. This went do 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 do. Oh do. lord! When we heard that. Papers were flying all through the market. Yeah, that big, that visual is just the guys. Market, like, just, just, just because we could. So we, some of us, some of us picked it up and threw up the papers outside. Jeez. Just because, like, high school musicals who had that much of an impact. We just saw the music video. Yeah. And then the movie came out. And, like, it lives it? up to all the time. And it, it's obligation. The movie lived up to the hype. And then Sharpay, bruh, oh my, Sharpay stole the show. Sharpay, everyone, just everyone had a chance to shine. I think in their own way like even um oh my goodness I can't what was Chad's girlfriend's name uh Monique Coleman no I'm talking about the character Monique uh no what Monique it was Taylor Taylor, Taylor yeah. it was Taylor Taylor like Taylor was never never had a big role but the role that they gave him the first one they upped it they yeah. stopped the ante 
But I'm sorry, but can we talk about the best song in that whole movie? Bet on it. Bet no. I don't dance. I don't dance. Oh, yes. I yeah, don't dance. I was going to say, Mike, come on. Okay. I don't dance. I know you can. Not well, you know a what? chance. Oh, yeah. Bet on it is Zac Efron's best song. His song, is, his song and his, his dress out song in three. I don't remember the song. I just remember the the room flipping over. And that was uh, cool. I probably have seen three twice. Look, all I, all I care about from three, the boys are back. Next the boys. boys are back. That's Honestly, all I care that's about. That's the only part of three that I've seen. If we're being honest, a call. They did a callback to boys are back in uh what? in the in the in the High School Musical the musical the series when they did that that dance in the in that alleyway. Yeah, they, they like, did. Going to be brave. Yeah, they did. But, um, but yeah, okay. I don't dance. I, I, my my all time favorite just because of how stupid the song was in that movie was Huma Huma Nuka Nuka Akapua. I haven't seen it. Oh yeah, I, I think that that wasn't so in the that, movie. That, that was no, that, yeah, that was the fish song that they sang when uh, Sharpay like took him off to the side, took Sharpay took Zac Efron off to the side, Troy off to the mm. side. It's like, all right, we're gonna do this song. Oh, oh yeah, no. What's, I like. I they don't have um, Sharpay and Troy's version of. Um, you are the mel- you are the you are the you are, you are the music in me. They don't have their version released uh, on Spotify. They only have her and Gabrielle because they only did it in the movie. They only did it for like a minute. Doesn't matter. Wasn't like, even that long. No, the they have soundtrack had it. The soundtrack has it on Apple I, Music. I'm looking at it right now. I yeah. really define it. Like I really like their version. Like, I had that on the CD. Like I heard to the whole the melody. Thing. Like that's why. Like I always thought that he was really like hardcore into the song. Yeah. And then I hear his. I, I see his face. I'm like. There's no way you look that confused and you're singing that full. Yeah, he he didn't. Well, he initially well, he didn't, one he didn't sing. Two, it's an, it's a what I call the Lamey's um, paradox, where they make all of their acting choices before they actually like are on set with each other because mm. they have to they, they record the song before they shoot the scene, right? Because they have to lip sync to something, and I just think like he whoever his ghost singer was was so into it, and then. Kenny Ortega comes in, come, comes in and says, "All right, you're confused, but the vocal isn't confused." Mm. Did Kenny Ortega direct Cap Rock? Hold on, Didn't I think he? so. I want to say he did, or he either choreographed it. I want to no, say no. Rosario McCoy choreographed it. I know because Rosario McCoy, he's basically done most of the choreography for yeah. any dancing for Disney. Yeah, like, but Kenny Ortega, he. I, his introduction was the first High School Musical. That yeah, but I think he did actually direct Cap Rock. That just and popped he, in my he head. He would have directed "This Is It." This it? I remember that. Uh, the, the Michael yeah. Jackson tour yeah. that got canceled. Wow. Yeah. When I saw that, was, and like now, anytime I go to like any kind of show or see a recording of a show, I know exactly when Kenny Ortega directed the show because of the way it starts. Like, listen to the beginning of This Is It and how it starts, and then go on Spotify and listen to the High School Musical concert. They sound the exact same. Interesting. Interesting, yeah. So, High School Musical 2, great pick. I love that movie. And with the final pick, my number one, the end Wait, dog. aren't you, isn't this your number two? Yeah, it's your number two. It's my number two. Okay, I was tripping because my phone had, like, moved it up. My number two, Sky High. Okay. Sky High, baby, Sky High. Yes, sir. When you rewatch it, you, you, you figure out how, like, Dumb it is, but at the same time, you it's, it anyway. it's you love it. It's anyway. just guys. I mean, you have Kurt Russell playing pretty much Superman, right. which is yeah. dope. And then like you, you have, have um, um, Killer Frost, Killer Frost, Frost playing who Poison, Poison Ivy. Ivy. Like that. And you have you basically have Prince Zuko in it with the yeah. uh, oh, what's oh, his name? Crap, yes, what, is it Will Miner? I think it is Will Miner. Hold on, let me double check. I think it is Will Miner. No, Will is the main character's name. 
but what is the what's the name of the of the main guy of the, of the, of the fire guy oh man y'all we, we folding on you sky high I really can't remember sky high cast man what a film it's uh, love oh will stronghold no not the will stronghold's the main character and then war and oh, peace come on war and peace war and peace yes and his dad was like a super bad villain too mm-hmm. i mean you got really mary elizabeth winstead we all know her mm-hmm. huntress yeah. And then Kelly Preston, uh, not see her anything else. Kurt Russell, Linda Carter, Wonder Woman, um, Bruce Campbell, Jim Raz, Chloris. Oh, Bruce Campbell? You know they were gonna they were gonna have him playing Mysterio in Spider-Man. Coach Boomer, Patrick Warburton, Tom mm-hmm. Kenny. Bruce Campbell was gonna be Mysterio, the original S- Rami. Yep, and Sp- wow. Spider-Man Four, Spider-Man Five. Let, let me tell you how. Notice, because Sam Raimi always makes a cameo. I mean. Bruce Campbell would always make a cameo in Sam Raimi's movies. Mm. So he was so in each movie he played a different character. Mm. He was the announcer that got uh, the human spider's name wrong. He yeah. called him the Amazing Spider-Man. And then in the second movie he was the usher. He was like, uh, no, you can't get in if you're late. And then in the third movie he was a Mater D. Wow. And then in the fourth movie or fifth one. movie they were gonna make him Mysterio. That's guys. And that would have been the same. That would have been the whole time. That would have been Quentin Beck. Interesting. Oh, that's a big what if there. So, and then you have Tom Kenny, or as many of you may know him as, Spongebob um, Squarepants. Wheelie, Transformers, thank you. Starscream, Transformers Animated. Spongebob Squarepants. Hold on, no. I don't think you remember, I don't think, remember Transformers Animated? I remember Transformers Animated. He was the voice of Starscream. That's great. That's great. Spongebob was Starscream, okay? But he's Spongebob Squarepants. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, obviously yeah. Spongebob Squarepants all the time. 95 to like now. Spongebob Squarepants. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and actually, uh, it, Danielle Panabaker, like you said, Killer Frost, or just Frost. I don't really kill nobody, but that's another story for another day. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, man, Frost. it just Sky High was such a such a big film, and then because you already had like that superhero film and Up Up and Away, which is a great movie. Yes. I think it's on the same Up level. Up and Away, yeah. Uh, Sky High, but I remember like everybody loves Sky because it's like your imagination come to life. Like if you were all superheroes and all in school, and you just I think when I first saw that bus flying, I was like, what? No way. And the whole hero psychic. Hero psychic. Like you wanted to be a hero. I'm saying it was so cool. It is just, I just, I love, bro. Honestly, the coach, my my favorite character was obviously probably the gym coach. He was, he had me dying. Oh, Bruce Campbell, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Bruce Campbell. Yeah, he had me dying the whole any scene he in. I felt like he kind of stole it. Cause Bruce Campbell is just like that. Man. He's just like that. Like. Oh, also, Bruce Campbell did the. Uh, the uh, narration for all three of the Spider-Man games. That's sick. He's like that. He's like that. Bruce Campbell is just... He's an underrated GOAT. You're not lying there. You're not lying. The GOAT of underration. They should bring him back. Underratedness. All right. Uh, your number one, Rob. Oh, we already done with Sky? Yes, sir. so. We're just kind of talking about it. All right, cool. My number one, we already know what this is, man. <sighs> Boy. Okay, before, before I get into it, let me just give this a little spill. So, I saw... Definitely not. That's Why? not even. We were having such a good episode. We were having you such a good episode. You said Rise of Skywalker. Uh, I, I do love I do love me some Daisy really. She's literally up in my room as we speak. But check this out. Man, so when I first heard about this movie, it was actually, it was it was before the trailer dropped. There was this little thing on YouTube. Um, this is when I first started actually watching YouTube. There was this little ad. And it was saying about, I saw Coco Jones. And then I saw Tyler James Williams. I was like, yes. before this is actually before the trailer dropped on Disney Channel. I saw this little excerpt saying, 
but it was like behind the scenes footage of upcoming Disney movies. So I saw this clip of them just walking down Atlanta. And now this is what makes this so special to me is because this is when Atlanta really started going big on filming. Also, because this was all all shot in Atlanta and everything. So you know, I saw that clip. I was like, hmm. I'm like, I wonder what this is. Oh, kid you not. A week later, I see the trailer. Now, mind you, when I first saw this trailer, it was a lot of rapping and all that. So I'm thinking, this is on a totally different network. But I, I was like, this is on Disney. What's going on? But I obviously, think that was the first time like I saw Disney do something like besides Pride Family that was just complete for the culture. That was just straight black, like like. I'm seeing rap like sixty five percent of the cast. The fact that like yo, they're rapping on Disney Channel, and it's not like you know when white people rap for a laugh track. Mm. These people are going in. Second off, that's Chris, and third off, that's Coco Jones. She just won uh, Radio Disney's NBT. Like next big thing. So that was like so many different like. Oh crap! Oh crap! Oh crap! Just hitting you dead in your face at the same time. And help launch. It helped launch the career of Trevor Jackson. But if y'all don't know, we talking about Let It Shine. That's my number one. Let It Shine. Uh, yeah. This is more than a crush. More than a love. Like, more, more than, than a love. love. Ugly, Baby, I make you mine. Ugly, and I ain't giving up. That was the song that made me think I could rap. I ain't gonna lie, Brian. So that you... was the movie that made me think, like, yo, this dude, like. Who's that I, man I character's so name again? When I'm like, yo, this guy has a microphone Cyrus. in his room. <laughs> He's character. just like singing it, right? He's just doing his whole thing right then and there. I could do that too. And that movie is like what really pushed me to like actually start going into music, making my own music, and writing my own raps, which, you know, that lasted about a year and a half. I'm going to be honest. This movie kind of inspired, like it inspired me a little because, you know, we all had that little dream that we could all possibly be on, possibly make it on Disney Channel or something. Right. So, you know. Like, but one time, I told my mom, I'm like, Mom, would you ever think I'd be on Disney Channel? My mom said, honestly, no. I'm like, why? She's like, Disney Channel, if you black, you go for, you go on BT. You don't go on Disney Channel. But when I saw this... Wow. I mean, that's true. That was the most of the, But most of the time, my mother... Most of the time, she saw Disney shows. She really didn't see black characters unless they were sides. But yeah, me well, watching this movie... The comedic relief. Yeah, we were, we were always just a comedic relief. Think of it. Think of it. Uh, Emmett and Good Luck Charlie. Emmett and... And also... Son, um, not son, Jesus... What's her name? What is the main character's name? Teddy's friend and Good Luck Charlie. Yeah. Um, think about what's the other show? Well, if in Hannah Montana, the comedic. The Sweet Life, Mr. Mosby. Yeah. Very good. He was the most funny person out of True, The Sweet Life. Really but we're also forgetting probably Disney's best show. That's already. That's already. Everyone. But see, then again, that was way. Bro, that was like, bro, that was from really 03 to like 06. Yeah, so right, that was. Right. Disney Disney is getting better, though. Their, their representation oh, is getting better. Their representation, but that really started with Let It Shine, like movie yes. wise. Like, yeah. that was where. Let It Shine's honestly one of their last good ones. That yeah, was. Like, that, well, that, oh, no, no. The sen- like I said, The Sentence 3 was good. But I think it was really just so good because it was just coming. It was Cameron Boyce's last film before he died. Yeah, and well. They, I don't want to say they capitalized on that, but that really did push that. And the the, the kids love Duff Cameron. Liv and Maddie did very well. Yeah. Oh yeah. It, and, it, but, and also, I think it's because like at that time, like all the, when the first sentence came out, they were they were they were, they were like they were like fifteen, mm. thirteen, and, you know between twelve and fifteen. And I like think the sentence is based on a pretty famous book series, like yeah. like the books that like. Are the first to fly off the shelves at the book fair famous. Okay. I think it was. I think too. it's based off a book. Like, I, it's not necessarily called Descendants, but it's loosely based off something very similar. And I think that's why it, it got so famous. Yeah, but it. Like, Descendants 3 was good. Like, I'm not gonna. I, I've, there's I've, three I've, of them? What? Yeah, there's, there's three. Oh, man. The second well, one? That's a... The second one? Boo! Boo! 
Yeah, but the, I mean, the first one, it is what it is. Second one, boo. And the third one is that guy's. Third one, and, but again, I don't know if it's just because Cameron Boyce had just died. Around the, around so was he in it? Yeah, he was in it. He had shot everything, but yeah. he didn't get to see the film. He didn't get to see completion. it, but like it was, they gave him a really good tribute. You know, this at the third. It was kind of like um, the Carrie uh, Fisher situation. Oh, never mind. Okay. okay. Where like every she was she was done with everything, but the movie still had to come out. Right. But yeah. Okay. Okay, that makes sense. But yeah, like one thing. Well, we've totally just started talking about Descendants. That's a good um, honorable mention. But with Let It Shine, Let It Shine was essentially. The Black Panther of Disney. Really was. 85% of the cast was black. And then you think about just all the careers it launched. It launched Trevor Jackson's career. Mm-hmm. Tyler James Williams actually just really started getting back into acting. He, I mean, he did a lot of small projects after that. He did that. The Walking Dead. And he did the, yeah, he did The Walking Dead like a little bit not too much after that. I honestly forgot his character's for, name. He was there for maybe like a total half a season, maybe? Mm-hmm. Season, a season, a season. Season and a half. Coco Jones started doing a lot of music for different Disney shows. She sung a lot of songs off of actually Shake It Up. That's when Shake It Up started. Mm. Their reproduction oh, thing. That I didn't know. What else? Who else? Did I already mention Trevor Jackson? Yeah. yeah Trevor Jackson. I'll probably mention um, him again. Cause he... uh, the, the, the twins. The sisters. The... Chloe and Amy, they, yeah. they were in it. They were yes, in it. they were in it. And they won Next Big Thing they, they a year right after that. The year, the year, the year after, after that. that. So, you know, it was... The, I don't remember if it was... If Coco won two years before and they won, I don't remember how they got under the Disney radar, but they were in that. The yeah, first, I, I still think the best winner in MBT was Symphonique, though. Symf- Symphonique, won. I think. I know. I, I don't think she. I don't no. think she won it. I think some white girl won that year, but Symphonique was on there, and her career kind of was launched from there. And I really liked her. She's oh, yeah. actually Symphonique, masterpiece daughter. You didn't know that. Oh. You didn't know that that was masterpiece daughter. No, I'm Why slow. Why was she wasting time on Radio Disney MBT then? I have no clue. Money, bro. Money talk. Disney. Symphonique is Masterpiece Daughter. I mean, yeah, sure. You can probably use Disney's money, but you got... Ooh. Use Daddy's money. Like, bruh. And then they had... Um, That's probably... But that that was that was, that was was my whole thing on why I think they probably didn't. let her win. Yeah. Because, like, the whole the whole point, I mean, like, you, you could do this. I mean, it doesn't... We don't, you, don't, you don't need to win this. If you lose, you're not going to go back to some podunk part of the country and, like, be singing in bars. Like, you'll be fine. Right, so you you don't need that money. And then you know what's and you know another career helped launch. Who? Y'all probably did not even notice. Homeboy from um, um, what's the 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 let it the not the let it shine Jesus the the new edition story. Rashid Gray. No. Homie, um, I I play his name, Algie Smith. What's, wait, was he in that? I think he was. Hold on, let me see. Was it Algie Smith in I'm pretty sure. I, I think I know you're talking about the one the new edition story. Yeah, see. Algie Smith, I think he was in the new edition story. Hold on, let me double check. Yeah, let, let me see real quick. Uh, yeah, Algie Smith, this dude. Hold up. Oh, wait, he was in Let It Shine? You know who he oh, was? Wait. He the boss. He was the boss. Remember at the beginning of the rap battle with, with the bling? The boss? Oh, yeah. That's Algie Smith. Huh. Wow! Talk about for the culture. It launched it. That wow. movie helped launch a lot of careers. Cause think of, bro. Let it shine. I just remember something. Robert, as an African American man, as a man who who's watched rappers and and studied rap, can you honestly say, definitively, that the truth won that rap battle at the end? Because I I don't think so. You don't think he won the rap battle? Against- Absolutely not. No, no. When the it's man came, while, when he came out and said, when my man uh, 
Brandon, Brandon, Brandon Michael Smith. When Brandon Michael Smith came out and was Bleak. like, maybe you should walk around in some high heel shoes. Like, I, the, the work was done. Okay, low key. This man's career. I, I, th- I think so. You're but not- at the same time, uh, I, I really feel like the burn when he was like, when, it, when anyone, any rapper gets called out on fronting their lifestyle, True. your career is done. But all rappers do it, though. All rappers do it, but all rappers don't get caught. And at True. least when they get caught, yeah. it's not blasted. But even on like even on social media, like, bro, six nine snitched and he's still out there walking the streets. Yeah. So we we knew so unless let's just out it unless you're like out it like publicly in a battle or something like that, then your career is done. Yeah, but see like well but the thing is, he did he technically I think he did low key steal the battle. But see, but Cyrus at the end, it's so weird to say, it's Cyrus, your name's Cyrus. But Cyrus at the end, when he did mention the whole thing about the, like, what is it, him robbing the taxi? I was, yeah. like, see, that was just... Robbing a taxi cab. Like, bro, that, that, that was the push of T saying Drake had a son moment right there. Low-key, low-key. Because, like, you saw Hobie said... Like, Drake's bars in that beef were better than Pusha T's, but Pusha T revealed that Drake had a whole son. But they they was going for blows. Like what? Like uh, like what else can you do? Like I just expose your deepest darkest secret, and you can't say nothing about it. Like I don't care if your bars are hotter than mine at this point. I have ended your whole career. And think about it. They used the word thug in that movie. What? Yeah, they did. He's like you look like you thinking a drug drinking a thug life energy drink. What? Disney don't use the word thug. It was so for the culture, bro. It was so for the culture. That's why I, I love I th- it. I think, like, you know how they had the color of friendship and then let it, let it shine? Let it shine was this generation's color of friendship, but with a different and less educational message. In fact, let me just forget that I did that whole comparison because it's yeah, not that fair. It's not that fair. Your turn. Number, your number one? Yeah, my number, number one. one. Well, my number one is the precursor to the previous one. And it's only because... This was actually the first DCOM that I actually watched. Like, the first one that I actually got to see with my own two eyes. Like, everything else I, like, maybe seen before or kind of just glanced at. But this was the first one that, like, I heard the hype for it because I heard the soundtrack and I actually watched it, the first High School Musical. Okay. Okay. That's a standout pick. And, I mean, and, it's and, iconic. And we, what, 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 what can we say now that we haven't said? Like, this one changed the game for the DCOM. Yeah. What is the DCOM? Disney Channel Original Movies. Oh, okay. All right. I was confused. I was like, what the hell is he talking about a DCOM? Decomposition? Like, what is he <laughs> What the hell? He's talking about DCOM. Decomposition. But yeah, it, like, it changed the game for like what a Disney Channel Original Movie should be. Mm. Like, um, and like I said, to this day, I feel like every other musical has been an attempt to recreate it. Like, um, we had Camp Rock and Camp Rock 2. I thought that was another way to recreate it. After uh, Camp Rock 2, like, it did well, but I guess it just, they couldn't continue on with it. Then they went to Lemonade Mouth. Nah, it wasn't Lemonade Mouth. What was the one that came after that? The the, the next kind of echelon that was that in that High School Musical trying to create that success. Mm-hmm. High School Musical, Camp Rock, Teen Beach Movie. No. They really Teen, were trying Lemonade to... Lemonade Mouth came before Teen, Teen Beach Movie. No, I'm saying, but Teen, Lemonade Mouth wasn't... I don't think Lemonade Mouth. Lemonade was Mouth. They, didn't, they never. Lemonade Mouth's budget is crazy small. They didn't expect it to do as well. Like though, if you notice, High School Musical and Cap Cap, not almost like Captain America. Camp Rock have kind of they have larger budget than normal. Mm-hmm. Camp Rock and not Camp Rock. Lemonade Mouth 
wasn't necessarily supposed to do as well as it did. Okay. But people, I'm getting, I I'm getting, I'm still waiting on a sequel. I'll, yeah, yeah, exactly. Like people Nobody expected that. But TB's movie, they put all that money behind it because they expected Ross Lynch is probably one of their... That was their exact. And then yeah. plus, they, they had what's-her-name. They, 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 they had what's-her-name from the Fosters. Mouth, then came Team Beach movie. Right. And then Team Beach 2. Right. That one, and then when that like, flopped, they yeah. were like, oh, crap, and now we're waiting on what their next thing is going to be. Honestly, I don't think they're trying anymore because they realize nothing is going to be as good as High School Musical. You can't recreate So let's High try School. to recreate High School Musical with High School Musical, the musical, the series. And give it a Glee... Wait, is, it, is it a Glee type vibe? I yeah, think? Glee, yeah, Glee. and yeah. Office type vibe. Yeah. And, and, and they did it. It, it works. It works. It, it works. It works. They, they, they finally found their niche. I rewatched that not too long ago. Them jokers can sing. <laughs> High School yeah. Musical, the musical, the series. Yeah, them jokers can sing. Again, they're still going through the uh, reverse Les Mis paradox where uh, you can... Well, that's one thing I don't like about uh, musicals in general mm. is you can clearly hear when the acting stops and the track starts. Mm. And I, I, I'm I not a fan of that. Like, I'm watching Glee now, and it's it's so annoying. They're like, they're singing in the thing, and then you just, compression and autotune, yeah. I'm singing full out. Like, no, you're not. I Yeah, I, how's your musical? I think the, the I, I like the movie. I think the thing that's killed it for me is I've watched it a bunch of times, and then... Um, in my when I was in high school, we did the play, and I was the head tech director, so I cued the entire show. Yeah, so I know that show like you the, got the, the show you and got the movie P, and you the got song, PTSD. like the back of my hand. Like well, in, in that case, hey, do is, you have a do you have a, tell me afterwards? But do you still have a libretto? Because I'm trying to figure out what those notes are and stick to the status quo. That is not an easy song to sing. That is one of my favorite songs of it is, all time. It's, and, I don't care what no one says. But I feel like over the years, it's just kind of faded into an obscurity. Mm-hmm. And every now and then, I'll bring it back out. It's such a great song. Whoa, no, no, no. Stick and then to when the, the, the guy starts playing the cello, the guitar. Yeah. Yeah, it, it, it that show. I think I just it's been overplayed for me too many times, and I just can't really get behind it. Oh, but just be glad you just be glad you didn't do it do it at the Alhambra all those years ago. Oh boy, I'm I sure. I remember I was just after the second one came out. Second movie came out. They were doing the the play at the Alhambra, mm. and I think it's probably been their longest running show. Wow, there. like Jeez. it's not still going, but it went for like. I mean, it's an incredibly fun show to do. It's a fun show to watch and do. It just was like when you're the one that's the cue it all. It's it's a mess. But um So my number one, as we wrap up the episode, my number one pick. Let me pull it up. Actually, I already know it. Lemonade mouth, ladies and gentlemen. I think Lemonade Mouth I is was gonna say, I hope paramount. It. Like I said before, they did not expect it to do as well as it did. I love it. But Lemonade it's created Mouth. a cult following. We want sequel. We still wait on that sequel. It's I think I, th- I know it's not gonna happen. But like we, it plus what's his name decided to do um go to jail. Who? Oh yeah, Wes. When? What? No, nah. When? Yeah, when yeah, what he did? They tried to be a whole Bonnie and Clyde type thing. He tried to. Him and who? Some chick. His girlfriend. Come on, win. But it's still, I'm winning. I'm ever saying, I'm not gonna rock the whole right. thing. It just that that movie. Was, it, okay, what what I'll say about it is that movie to me suffers from little sister syndrome, where it was so it wasn't even overplayed. It was over over saying by mm. my little sister that I just. Mm. I, I couldn't get it. I couldn't. I couldn't like it the way I wanted to. I loved it. I, like I, I'm gonna. I'm gonna give it a chance again, but I'm gonna have 
so many bad memories of my sister just not shutting Bruh, up. Bruh, you had so many stories that came. You had um, Bridget Mendler, which y'all already know how I feel about Bridget Mendler. She has you love a Bridget. special place right next to my heart. Yeah. All I know is her acting in that movie was off the chain. She was amazing. Yes. She she killed it. Expect- and and she, she too was one of those people that like, because we... You got the the name recognition from her with Good Luck Charlie because I was running like right at the same time. It start it, it start it start a year before Lemonade Mouth. Exactly. Yeah. So she's already uh, been in this famous role and she's kind of a, a not timid character but she's um, very I, I don't know how to what word I would use to describe it but she definitely wasn't she was a little more um, uh, uh, re- reserved. not retained reserved perfect word that's the yeah. word for. She's a little more reserved to Good Luck Charlie. And then you bring her to um, Lemonade Mouth and she's like a rock star now. And like, it's crazy. And so I, like those stories of her and her, her grandmother and her dad's story, when with his mom, and which is a resonant story with kids that age, parents are divorcing, got a new girlfriend type stuff. I, I the, the drummer with his brother trying to live in his shadow. Um, and then the representation of the Indian, Indian. Uh, yeah. Naomi Scott's character. Indian parents. Yeah, with that the strip was... Indian parents. And then, like, having to, like, fake who you are, fake the funk was really interesting. And, like, the music, oh, my God. More than a band I, I to can... terminate. Deter- bro, yeah, I, I can low key. Like, Dog. I have a lot I have a lot of PTSD from all the other songs, but Determinate was one song that she didn't ruin because she, she my sister can't rap. Well, she probably can't actually. Mm. Oh, 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 my God. And, and Kayla, and Kayla, Kayla, Ki- Kayla Kiyoko. I, I forgot about her. Yeah. Kayla yeah. Kiyoko, who was like, I'm out of the box. I'm a free thinker in a world was, where that's uh, not really like it, it, supposed if, to be if we're a being big obvious, deal. that was LGBT representation. For sure. For LGBT For sure. Yeah. For sure. Definitely. I, I believe Kayla Kiyoko was gay. She is. She is. She's gay. Incredibly. So, yeah. <laughs> he so, said incredibly. I mean, it was Disney's way of being like, okay, like, Hey, LGBT, but like not for real, but like right. no, it is. And, and, and I think that like that's like kind of like how like no one cared. No mm-hmm. one cared. No one cared. You know, it's obvious that that's what this character is, but that's not their character trait. That's not a character. Exactly. Trait. That's not their personality. Like, like I, I think uh, that's kind of. I'll, I'll talk about I'll talk about that later. We, we already pushed ninety minutes. Yeah, yeah. but um, any, that's pretty much all I have to say on on Lemonade Miles. I mean, it's I think it's Disney one of Disney's best movies, and I know we missed tons of them, y'all. Yeah, like, I mean, we did a top ten list. So I'm sure we'd be able to get more of them. But what what are your top five? What who are you, what what Disney Channel original movies got? Can you go back and watch any t- any day of the week? I mean, just last night as we we're recording this, I was, I watched Cadet Kelly and even Stevens movie. Even oh my even god, Stevens movie. Still funny. But as we wrap it up, man, you can catch us on Instagram. Not catch us on Instagram, but catch me on Instagram at Quattro IV with the period between the C and the U. Slick Rob, where can they find you? You can find me at Slick on Instagram at Slick without Slick without the C underscore Rob to be underscore on Instagram. Robert W116 on Twitter. Alrighty, and you can find me at DJ underscore Nua. Anywhere you do anything, you will find me. DJ underscore N-U-A-H. Check me out. And check out me and Fly Guy Ty's new show, uh, Brackets and B-Rolls. You can catch us there um, on Instagram at Brackets underscore B-Rolls. B-R-A-C-E-B-R-A-C-K-E-T-S underscore B-R-O-L-L-S. Same thing on Twitter, Brackets underscore B-Rolls. Check us out. Love y'all boys, man. Kid Kev loves y'all. Cafeteria talk. Cafeteria talk.